It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. PSL Radio Show. Hey, 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of uh, SFM Sports Wrap. This is the PSL radio show, Segun Jal. We're going to be talking uh, sport for the next half hour. Indeed, we've got a very special guest uh, in the studio in just a short while. Plenty to do, plenty to talk about. And uh, indeed, uh, it's, it's one of those days, isn't it? It's, it's this time of the, the year when I tend to have uh, a whole host of people celebrating birthdays, uh, a whole bunch of people celebrating special days, and indeed it's special days for uh, somebody who's going to be in the studio with us in just a moment's time we'll catch up with uh, with him in uh, a few minutes but uh, I do want to uh, can you believe it's been it's it's 35 years since Gilles Villeneuve was killed in qualifying for the Belgian Grand Prix I feel like I'm getting old I remember these things it's been 35 years it was 1982 the 8th of May Gilles Villeneuve one of the greatest drivers of them all and uh, uh, this is, it's, it's crazy to think. I think he was about 32, 33 when he passed away, but he wasn't qualifying for the Belgian Grand Prix. Uh, 32, uh, 35 years ago. I am getting old. Uh, we won't talk about the ages though. I also celebrate a birthday later this month, but uh, indeed we're going to be talking football and we're going to be uh, catching up with uh, a football man. We're going to be running through a couple of the uh, top football stories in just a moment or so. Also some cricket underway with the uh, IPL match number 48. But let's start off with uh, football uh, news then. Maritzburg United coach Fadu Day and uh, Mamalodi Sundowns goalkeeper Dennis Onyango have been named the APSA Premiership Coach and Player of the Month for April. David is now an interim coach, led his side to three victories from four matches during April, which saw him win his maiden Coach of the Month award. The Ugandan shot stopper Onyango, though, was recognised for his stellar performances in goal during this period, uh, in which the Brazilians went five matches without conceding a goal. Olis Kunene from Baroque FC is the recipient of the APSA Premiership Goal of the Month for his uh, magnificent uh, strike against Kaiser Chiefs back in March, jinxing run, ran through half of the team to uh, score a cracker of a goal at uh, level matters at two all. Further afield, Chelsea host uh, Middlesbrough and Barclays Premier League match at Stamford Bridge at nine o'clock tonight. The home team closing in on the title and a win will see Antonio Conte's side go seven points clear of second place Tottenham with three matches to play. The visitors will have uh, relegation confirmed if they lose but haven't won away from home since the second weekend of the season and uh, they've failed to score in eight of their last ten road trips. Rugby news, DHL Stormers coach Robbie Fleck faces a potential fly-off crisis in the run-in to the end of the season after it was confirmed that Robert Dupree is likely to be out for three months. Dupree tore a pictorial muscle in, his, in the first half of the 41-22 defeat to the Hurricanes, which effectively means his participation in this year's Super Rugby tournament is over. Meanwhile, the Lions insist they've not released Scrummer Fuff de Klerk from his contract to sign a deal with English club Sale Sharks. This comes after Sale Sharks announced today that they had signed the Springbok uh, Scrum off on a three-year deal. The Clarks currently on tour with the Lions in Australia, and they face the Brumbies in Canberra on Friday and will arrive back in the country on Sunday. Cricket, it's uh, match number 48 of the 2017 Indian Premier League. The Sunrisers Hyderabad currently find themselves 13 for 1 in reply to the Mumbai Indians, 138 for 7. Seems like low scoring at the Rajiv Gandhi International Stadium in Hyderabad. Just finally, some cycling news for me. Uh, for you, defending champion Vincenzo Nibali says he has no gripe with your Italian rival Nairo Quintana, but warned the Colombian that sparks could fly when they race to the first summit finish on Mount Etna tomorrow. After the rest day, the 100th edition of the race resumes tomorrow with a 181-kilometer fourth stage that ends on the summit of Europe's highest active volcano. That's your sports news.
Africa is divided into different countries with different languages, different ethnicities and different cultures. Yet we all belong to one Africa. Let us embrace our brothers and sisters from different countries on our continent and strive for a united Africa. Stop the xenophobic scourge. SAFM, let's have a conversation. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. It is uh, 26 minutes to 7 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader, PSL Radio Show, Sigun Jolo, with me, Dwayne DeLocca. We've got a very special guest in studio. That guest is uh, a man who's done so much in his career, but is uh, not often recognized for all the things that he's managed to achieve. I'm delighted to say that with Bidvest Fitz, top of the uh, APSA Premiership standings, with uh, three points clear of uh, defending champions Mamalodi Sundowns after edging Maritzburg United last night, that we've got uh, Bidvest Fitz, defender, former Bafana Bafana captain, Tottenham man, Bongani Kumalo in the studio. Bongani, thanks, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hi, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, it's, been a, it's been a long day. Um, it has. Have you trained know. twice today? Eh? No, we, we trained <laughs> once, <laughs> but uh, it's a recovery day you know, after obviously yeah. yesterday's game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how would you actually sum up the season so far? Sure. Well, I mean, obviously, we, look, we've done well to, to get a, a cup, you know, an early cup run and, and a trophy, you know. And but a um, defeat in the final, 3-0 over Sundowns. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was was a great day, a great day for the club um, and all the players involved. And obviously now, you know, with three games left, it's uh, it's, it's about mental strength and, and the heart. And I believe, uh, um, you know, we got that. So we'll give it a good go. It's, it's fantastic to, uh, to see clubs battling the way that they are at the moment. Tepo Masilela and I were chatting just a couple of weeks about, about the fact that mm. with with a couple of weeks to go in the season, or just over a month, there were still realistically five clubs that could win this title, and there were still eight clubs that could be relegated. It's one of those seasons that you don't often see, because usually the relegation battle is between three, maybe four clubs, and the title chase is between two, maybe three with a push. But we're into the final couple of games, and Cape Town City could still come out on top. Yeah, it has you know it has been tight, but I think you know as a club and as and as a player, it's important you just look up. You know, don't don't worry about anyone else except for yourselves. Um, you know, obviously for us, a great thing was 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 to sort of have things in our own hands, and 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 ensure that you know we we're in control. Um, but with that said, there are still a couple of other clubs that are a threat. So you know, we we need to we need to go out there and still do the business in these three games. Yeah, what, what is Gavin Hunt saying behind the scenes? You've got to take it one game at a time, you've got to take it one minute at a time. I mean, yeah. don't get ahead of yourselves, I suppose. As always, I think, you know, he's, he's always been the same. I think, you know, from my time at Super Sports to now, you know, yeah. he's, he's remained consistent in, in the way he does his things and, and his beliefs in the game. Um, it's, it's, it's moments, you know, every game's different and every game deserves its own respect and, and, uh, and attention. So, you know, yesterday was a great result. You know, 1 0, we move on. Um, and we have another big game on Wednesday, and that's what we look. That's what we look forward to. You know what the other clubs do. That's honestly, you know, as long as we keep winning, it's none of our business. Yeah, on the point of Gavin, you say he he does things the same way he did when you were at SuperSport United, but you go back to that 2007-2008 season, the, the first of the uh, yeah. the hat trick of titles that yeah. uh, that you guys won at SuperSport United. Uh, but how different is this season compared to that season, for example? Um. I find I find a lot of similarities in the sense that you know when we won it back then it was on the last day 
on the last day and I think I think the third one might have been like one game in hand type of thing, you know. So it's always been tight, it's always been tense. Yeah. Um and I think that's you know, that's normal. That's normal. In a league it's it's a it's a marathon and, and I believe for the supporters it, it creates incredible excitement. But you know, when you're the one challenging and you're after something, it's it's a different feeling altogether. So it's important for us to sort of, you know, hold our nerve and and, and actually enjoy the experience, you know, enjoy the game. Just play the game and not play the occasion and not be sucked in by what's said away from the team um, mentality and, and spirit. What What is it like for the players at the moment? Is anybody in camp? Uh, a little apprehensive or people generally relaxed or, or a couple of the youngsters maybe re- ready to lift this title now I mean yeah. there are people in camp who haven't or hadn't until Bidvisfits won the MTN8 won any title and now a league title yeah. is, is on the line what's it like with the different players well that's, that's, that's something that I've been you know that I've been repeating over and over to all the players young old is that just just play the game like it's so easy to get sucked into the whole experience and mm. and and everything that happens around it i mean i felt that during the world cup as well the hype the people the vibe the atmosphere mm. i mean i didn't watch tv for three months because of that reason because everything on tv was a vuvuzela <laughs> or you know support the boys bafana this that and and it's so easy to get sucked into that world and and then you forget to concentrate on what needs to be done and and at the end of the day you know we soccer players that's what we do we play a game we love it and we even in the situation we still need to go and express ourselves yeah. You know, um, wholeheartedly and give it everything, but obviously with the respect that's needed at this time of the season. You know, it is it is a sensitive time and it it does require a lot of responsibility. You know, especially off the field. You know, we've got a lot of games. You got to rest. You got yeah. to recover, and so on. Yeah. Let's let's go back a bit. I mean, you mentioned the hype of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Yeah. That that that's got to be one of the highlights of your your career. I mean, the, your goal. Mm. I was I was over the moon when you scored that goal yeah. against France in Bloemfontein. I was commentating that match. Yeah. I was I was through the roof. One of the Chilean commentators who was sitting behind me came up to me after the game and he was telling me how excited he was just watching me commentate <laughs> during yeah. during various parts of it. I mean that that was what it brought. I mean it, it was such an emotional time for for me as a commentator, and I think for all mm. the fans it was an emotional time. But y- you were one of the players who experienced it firsthand. You were on the pitch, yeah. and not only were you on the pitch. You contributed directly yeah. to that win against the mighty French. Um, you know that was that was the dream. That was you know that was always the goal. I think when I first started playing, even in my first season in the PSL, it was always somehow, some way, like I gotta just be in that World Cup. Like yeah. I don't know how, but somehow. So whether I was playing for Super Sport, winning games, or being the captain, or you know winning the league, it was always that World Cup. Like something, you know, some, something is is gonna happen. And, you know, I was so fortunate and so blessed to have had that opportunity to be on the field. Um, it's, it's hard to put into words, you know, that feeling that you get. And I remember, like, when Shaba scored the first goal, oh. it was, it was, that, that was just like <laughs> crazy, crazy happy. You know, yeah. it was so loud in there. I mean, you know, we were hugging each other, we were celebrating. And I remember going home um, after the game, because after the game, we're allowed to go home for like the night and then come back. Yeah. I remember going home and I was sharing with my uncle and I was like, like, did you see that? Like, you know, I saw a little bit of the highlights and I could see that the joy yeah. that he brought to people, like fan parks, the stadium. And I was like, this thing is really powerful. Because remember, I've been like sort of, you know, in my own world, yeah, which is like the game, training, prepare the game. So just just to sort of get a, a little view of what it was like on the outside with my friends. And like, I was just, I remember telling Michael, I was like, can you imagine what it would be like to, to bring that amount of joy to so many people? And I remember telling him, I was like, 
if I can just get a goal, man. Like, please, like, I don't know how, <laughs> Lord, if I can just somehow, some way, because I scored for Super Sport, you yeah, know, exactly, in the PSL. Yeah. So, so in a sense, I kind of fancied myself, like, you know, I could, you know, if I just put myself in the right position with the right kind of ball, you know, we may be in business. And and I was so fortunate, you know, Shaw put in a great ball, yeah. and I just remember, like, I remember, I remember seeing it. Because I, I just took a gamble. That's what it is. You just gamble. And I remember just seeing it. I was like, oh. And I was just like, well, it's all or nothing. And I remember planting my left foot and just being in the air forever. And eventually the ball dropped. And I had to, like, lower my head. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It actually kind of came off my shoulder. the shoulder. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it kind of came off my shoulder because I went too high. <laughs> and I remember, like, I remember falling and, and watching the ball cross the line. All of this is in slow motion, by the way. Yeah. As soon as I feel that contact and I look again and I'm like on the floor and I'm looking across the line and I turn around to look at the ref and I'm just like, please, please don't lift your arm. Like just point to the center <laughs> circle. Because I'm thinking like, I hope this is not a foul. Because mm-hmm. I remember just thinking, I just remember just just give it everything. Just go yeah. for it. Oh, when I saw him point to the center circle, it was just floating. You know, for a good three seconds, I was not part of this world, you know. And for me, per- even personally, it's such a massive moment. It must have been even more special when you consider the build-up to that World Cup. I mean, yeah. you've fallen out of favour a bit. Yeah, yeah. You, you weren't, you weren't the first choice no. leading up to the World Cup. No. I mean, for you to even get to the World Cup, yeah. the, you know, you you must have put in a hell of a journey to work your way back in. Yeah. What was it like going from Bafana Bafana to being out of the loop to being the centre of attention by the end of it? Um. You know, it was when I, when I look back on it, it, it's one of those. You know, when people say have faith or never give up or keep going, and 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 that's something I'm I'm very fortunate to have had. You know, for my parents um, growing up. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know, I did lose my mom exactly a year before the World Cup. That's right, Wendy. And and yes, and and you know, she made me. You know, I made a promise to her that you know her her being ill or passing away wouldn't be a reason for me not to succeed. Yeah. So even when I was out, you know, I was in the cold. I was just like, well. Just, just keep going, keep playing, keep going, keep playing, and I had a lot of amazing support, by the way. You know, from my agent uh, Glenn, at the, Glenn, who's, who's still my manager now, um, and it, it was just that whole faith thing. Just, just look, it won't be over until it's over. Um, and I remember my friend, a friend of mine, asking me in December 2009. We had a break, went away to Cape Town. He's like, Bongs, um, so have you ordered tickets?" I was like, "No, my friend." I was like, "I'm not ordering tickets." I was like, "I don't know how, I don't know." What miracle when but I'm not gonna order any tickets. I'll get you tickets. And and that's what it was. You know, when I was when, when I was named in that squad to go to Brazil for the for the initial yeah. training squad. That's right. I remember on the first day I made a promise to myself, I was like, you know what? And I remember praying, I'm a spiritual man. Um and I remember but but I just told myself, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna get this everything. Whether I get injured, you know, honestly whether I break a leg, doesn't matter, but I'm gonna get this thing everything, every single day, training heart on the line and that's what I did and that's what I did day in day out and um, you know to be given a chance by, by Pereira you know it's, 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 it's unbelievable you know I wasn't in the running no one no one mentioned my name anywhere you know I was one of the youngest centre backs as well um, and, and, he, and he put me in you know he put me in he's like go for it um, and I even remember like you know I remember hearing little snippets here and there where we lost uh, the previous game Paraguay oh no change the defence change this change that and he stuck to his guns and said, no, I'm going to play you. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, and that's France. Let's go. You know, we've never beaten them, but last game, we need to win. We need something. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's just a beautiful, beautiful experience to share with, with, with friends and family that were part of it. 
14 minutes to 7 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. If you're just tuning in, we're catching up with uh, Bongani Kumalo, former Tottenham man, who will get to mm. stories of uh, Tottenham in a moment. Uh, currently, Biglis Ritz player as uh, part of the side that is three points clear of Mamalodi Sundowns with three games to go in the uh, ABSA Premiership. Now, Bongani, after the World Cup, yeah. there was this hype about a few players, yeah. and Tottenham calls, amongst many teams, I believe, who were interested. Yeah. And you get signed by one of the Premier League giants, one of the great clubs yeah. of England. Yeah. And, I mean, this is one of the biggest clubs in the biggest league in the world. Yeah. Uh, that must have been one of those unreal experiences where you've just come off this incredible high. Yeah. After going through that, that, that trough, you hit the peak of the World Cup. Yeah. Could it have well, gotten any better? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't that simple, you know. Okay, so tell after the story. Play, so after playing in the World Cup, I remember chatting with Gavin. Gavin's like, Bongani, even if you come on for five minutes, when one great hitter, I promise you, someone will sign you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was Gavin Hunt. Like, just five minutes. If you can get five minutes, one great hitter, one good tackle, you're gone. You know, play three games. Felt like I did. You know, I did well. Got the goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. After the World Cup, what's happening? There was nothing. 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 Nothing in Greece. Nothing in Sweden. Denmark. Nothing. All that there was was a letter of invitation from Spurs, which came as well two weeks before the closing <laughs> of the window, by the way. Okay. Right? Now, this is what people don't know. So, I went on trial, right, to Spurs. And the thing is, I was injured as well. Yeah. So, I'd come back from my holiday after the World Cup. Now, I'm depressed because there's like nothing on paper. There's no office, there's nothing. And I've got this letter to come on trial, but I'm injured. Michael was in a moon boot and whatever. So now I'm looking, I'm looking at the timeline now. There's like two weeks, it's closing. I was just like, you know what? I'm going. Glenn was like, no, Bongs, you know, you've done well to, to, to make a name for yourself. If you're not okay, don't go, you know, just maybe go later. I was like, listen, I am going. Strapped it up, pulls, jumped on the plane. I remember played one game against Swallows with Supersport yeah. before I left. I was like, good luck, good luck, all the best. Fly over. Get there, you know, I got there like the Sunday. Um... Got there this Sunday, relaxed, had some food, napped, and then in the afternoon we had a meeting with some other agents. And then Monday morning I trained. Monday morning I trained with the first team. Uh, on Tuesday I trained with the, with the reserves. And Wednesday I played with the reserves. After 70 minutes they pulled me off. I was like, well, give it my best shot, see what happens. Walk off. Um, at the time Tim Sherwood was in charge. Tim mm-hmm. Sherwood, Les Ferdinand, and uh, Chris Ramsey. They were all part of the, you know, the reserve team. And I remember walking towards the, um, Walking towards the change rooms after the game, and uh, I mean, Les calls me. He's like, "Bongs, Bongani, come here, mate." Like, talking like, "Okay, ah, oh, you did well. Okay, cool." And it's like, um, just normal chats. So, okay, I like, do you have any family or you, you seen someone? Do you have kids? I'm like, no, 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 nothing. Cool. Going to the change rooms. Like, we'll see you in the office. I come in the office, and um, I remember sitting with, with with all the coaches, and obviously now you know the guys in suits. Um, and they were like, well, we want to sign you. It's like, great. <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I remember looking at Glenn. I think at the time, even Glenn couldn't believe it. Even Glenn was like, oh, this is happening. I'm sure he'll kill me for saying this. But he was like, oh, this is happening. Like, it's, 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 like, it's happening, you know? Um, and that was an incredible, an incredible, um, it's just an incredible story to share in the sense that, you know, we literally just went, just, I just went with Glenn, two guys. Well, here's an opportunity. It's all there is. See what happens. And now I've come back. I remember people saying, yeah, why didn't Bongani start at like, you know, lesser leagues or whatever, started like Sweden, Denmark, work his way up. 
like my friend, if someone comes across and gives you an incredible opportunity like right. that, what are you going to do? You yeah. say yes, and then you'll figure it out later. You know what I mean? You've got to take the chances, yeah. because eventually those chances don't come, because you've turned one down, exactly, and uh, you missed your chance. What is Wayne Gretzky, the greatest ice hockey player of all time? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That is true. And he's, uh, I mean, he's one of the greats. But, uh, you know, I've listened to the things you've said over the years, and you've come up with uh, wonderful words of wisdom <laughs> over the years. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's something that genuinely comes in, in handy, but you've got so much experience to tell. I mean, it, it, there must be some... Disappointment that you never got out and played yeah. in the Premier League. I mean, you sat on the bench a couple of times. I remember the first time I saw. I think it was was it Blackburn or QPR. It was yeah, one of the games. Blackburn, I was, yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was so excited yeah. sitting on the bench, but yeah. it, it, it never happened. But you you still got to that level. It's a strange one, really, because. <laughs> You know, there were a couple of times where it was like, okay, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I worked so hard, you know, with all the coaches. I mean, the yeah. support side was incredible. Um, and, and you know what people don't also remember about that situation is that I actually signed a six-month loan yeah. when I left. People think, oh, you played in the World Cup, got this contract, and then left, and everything was all rosy. No, I had to go on trial. Yeah. After going on trial, they're like, yes, we'll sign you. But it was a six-month loan, and I had to prove myself in those six months. Mm. And in those six months... Um, you know, obviously I was on the bench a couple of times. Didn't quite happen. Um, I went out on loan to Preston North End. Had a good run there. Did well. Unfortunately, I was injured. But then yeah. after that, the first six months, that's when I signed the four and a half year deal. After yeah. that, because now they're like, okay, well, there's some potential. And then you know, uh, I remember it would term like, no, we can work with you. We can help you yeah. and you know help you adjust. But unfortunately, I, I still think about it today. Like, why? You know, like. Like so, so close, and I remember even working with Harry and thinking, you know, yes, big man, next next year you'll give you a chance. And then yeah. Chelsea win the Champions League, we finish fourth. No Champions League for us. And unfortunately, Harry is gone, and then the new guy that comes in doesn't know who I am. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So then, it, yeah. yeah, puts you way back in the past. Season order. after season, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. there, there are disappointments, but I mean, I remember reading stories of you playing with a, with a reserve team, mm-hmm. and the quality of the players mentioned in those reserve team reports. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember reading a story about you marking Radamel Falcao out of a game. Yeah. Uh, stories about you playing, was it alongside Dawson yeah, yeah, uh, when yeah. he was coming back from injury as well? Woodgate. Uh, was it alongside... Top guys, man. Gallas. Yeah, it's, it's not like these were Mickey Mouse players no. or, or people that... I mean, no. some, you played with and against some of the, the best players mm. in England. With Gemma. I mean, with Gemma, Gemma, Jermaine Defoe, who's called Gemma, he's... he's and that was unbelievable. I mean, that attitude is... I mean, you walk into training, you're like, bruv, today, watch me. Anything <laughs> I touch, goal. And you better and pray. That, yeah. yeah, you better pray you're in his team because he will punish <laughs> you. And he used to come on, even in those games, he used to come on, so yeah. two, three goals, bang, bang. Like, they're so professional. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they're very, they're very good at what they do. I, I want to shift focus away from that just for a little bit. I, I know you were somebody who's in, endured your fair share of criticism. Yeah. Um, over the weekend, Itumalen Kune took to Twitter, went mm. on a rant. Mm. Um, the frustration, I suppose, just getting to him because he was being blamed for Chiefs conceding a goal four minutes into two at a time, mm. a 1-1. One, one, I, I don't think Chiefs were in the title race. Mm. But the, the, the point is there are certain players that seem to be able to deal with criticism and others don't. Yeah. Nobody will ever please everybody. Yeah. You know, I think unless you're pizza, nobody is going to like you 100%. Yeah. But that's the point. It's it's something that some players deal with better than others. Mm. And somebody like Tiko Morisi has matured into it. Mm. Couldn't couldn't handle one 
false word or one negative word at the start of his career, but now he seems to it's like water off a duck's back. Yeah. How do you learn to deal with criticism in this game? Because it's it's there and it'll come from any angle, even when you're doing well or when you're doing badly. Uh, that that is very very true, and you know, uh, one of the biggest lessons I, I ever had was around to go back to the World Cup again. After the short story, after yeah. the first game, I had my old SIM card from like high school. 600 messages, 600 missed calls, all sorts. Second game, lose, come back to my phone. Six messages, not 600. Six phone calls, not 600. And that was it. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow. And then after the last game, score, win, mm. back to the hundreds again. I didn't even read one message. I took that SIM card and I broke it and I chucked it in the bin. And that was the biggest lesson for me, where I realized how fickle people can be. So I, from, from, but even before that, I just knew that the most important mm. thing is, is, is my commitment to the game and my hard work and, and that's it. And my teammates. And that is it. And if you focus on that, you should be fine. Once you start engaging with other people on the outside of that circle, I think you're just asking for trouble. As you say, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes players pick social media which is the worst platform well, yeah. you know and that's and that's where you know you'll really you'll really get the short end of the stick so and t- I mean look Tamila Kun is not the only player who's done this I was just highlighting it because yeah. of the fact that he, he tended to burst over the weekend I mean it's the freshest story I suppose in terms of the uh, high profile players yeah. but the other downsides to playing are injuries yeah and Bonga let's, let's face it I mean the knee injury you got yeah. you shouldn't be playing football no, no. I mean, oh. that, you, you, you've come back almost miraculously to actually play and, and stand in with a chance to win another league title. That's true. And that's, you know, I think that, you know, when you hear people talk about what is your why, if you listen to any motivational speech of any sort, yeah. people ask, what is your why? I think it was very easy. Before the World Cup in that time of my life, why it was, well, my parents, my mom, their memory. But now my why is totally different now. You know, I think I've honored that side. But now my why is totally different in that, you know, I'm, I'm still in this game and it's a miracle that I am in this game. I mean, when I went back to Spurs doing the recovery and, and, and the rehab, again, incredible support. And by the way, my rehab actually started here. My operation was in South Africa. My initial rehab was here. Yeah. Unbelievable surgeon. Yeah. Um, physios. Great, great attention to detail. Basically, when I got back to Spurs, it was literally just like strengthening and just getting back into it. Um but again, even they were like, mate, we didn't think you'd ever play football again. <laughs> and at the time, I mean, you must remember, my leg, you know, I've, I've ruptured my patella tendon. My kneecap mm. is halfway up my thigh. I mean, that's a major tendon. And I'm a big guy. And my strength is jumping. So now I'm thinking, A, will I be able to walk? Okay, yeah, you walk. Run? Yeah. But now, am I jumping? Yeah. Will I have power? Run. Can I tackle? Turn. All of that contact. Will I? So it was, it was a difficult time. And... It's a miracle, full stop. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it yeah. really is. I mean, that's, that's the thing. You shouldn't be playing football again. But now yeah. you've, you've come back and uh, probably even stronger now, yeah. which, is, uh, which, is, which is the amazing thing. Yeah. I want to ask you br- very briefly about, um, about youngsters. I mean, you're surrounded by very promising youngsters. I think Reeve Frostler mm-hmm. has been superb. I think yeah. Pagamani Maslambi himself, yeah. a miraculous recovery from, from an injury yes, that was yes. pr- potentially career-threatening, yeah. to be... One of the stars of the under-20 side that's qualified for Korea. One of the stars of Bidvistwit's uh, league title campaign this season uh, in DDMTN8. I mean, he's an integral part of the team. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you tell these youngsters? What sort of words of advice do you have for, for some of these youngsters around you? 
Well, I think the, the most important thing is just, and it's obviously been said a million times, but just never, ever, ever give up. And it's so easy. It's so easy to just throw in the towel and be like, oh, well, it won't be the same. Or, and if you listen to enough people, you might just believe them as well, you know. Yeah. So you need to be very careful of that. But, you know, for me, and, and you know, there's a youngster as well now who's doing well, Pule, who scored against, yeah. you know, Highlands. He's, he's, he's come from, like, nowhere, come in, put in a massive performance, big goal, and we've won the game. You know, so we've got a lot of youngsters that are stepping up and, they, and they've shown great maturity, which is which is amazing. And I'm just, honestly, I'm I'm in awe. I'm I'm there. I'm like, hey, don't stop, man. Listen, like, don't look back. Like, do not look back. <laughs> um, and and Pagamani shown great maturity as well, coming back from his injury. I mean, that that will test you. I mean, being out being out of the game for nine months, it's a cold world when you're stuck with a physio for four months. You know, you're not you're not part of the you're not with the guys and with the team. You're just stuck with one guy and. It, it can get very, very, very lonely and very depressing. Um, but again, like to the youngsters, it's just, just never stop. Just keep working and never stop. And, and to realize that the game is a journey. It, it is a journey. It's a career. It's not just about now. It's just about, you know, the previous game where you've just scored. There's always bigger and better as long as you keep working. Well, Nani, listen, time is against us. We're coming up for 7 o'clock in uh, news time, but you, you've been a superb guest. I, I love listening to your stories. I mean, we could we could talk for hours and hours on end, uh, but I, I certainly wish you everything of the best, certainly in your final three games of uh, the season against Stars, Bulugwani, Free State Stars, Bulugwani City, and Kaiser Chiefs yeah. on the final day. But thank you very much for your time this evening, and best of luck in the, the closing part of the campaign. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. One of the uh, greatest ambassadors of uh, the game, Bongani Kumalo from Bafana Bafana captain. Hopefully we'll see him back in Bafana colours as well. There's a smile developing on his face. But that's all we've got time for tonight. Uh, we encourage you to get in touch with us, SFM Radio, on uh, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Naledi Muleo is going to be up after the news of the talk shop, so don't go anywhere. More sport tomorrow morning with Janet Whitten on AM Live. From the team tonight, uh, Zelma Cleary, the uh, sound engineer, producer, Lutando Kowo and me, Dwayne DeLocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.